Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 197. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are here to talk about Season 5, Episode 7, The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I wanted it to be just as awesome as all the previous episodes, minus the one that really had a lot of Kate and Jack in it, but uh, I really wanted it to be as awesome as those. It started out so cool. As soon as we saw John Locke alive in present time which on we, the island. Which everyone said that that he would be, you know, resurrected. Yes. Well, everyone at this table did, right? Everybody at this table and I think a majority of our computer, our computer, our, our community, community <laughs> a majority of the gspn.tv community really believed that we would see John Locke again once they got back mm-hmm. to the island. And, of course, that's exactly what we saw. Now, he was obviously dead, and now he's obviously alive. alive. So, um, there are some folks out there that were talking about whether or not the producers of the show, um, you know, back in, how was it, season one, uh, probably season two, official Lost Podcast. I know my good friend Jeremy uh, is out there saying, oh, gosh, here he goes with that again. But uh, I do recall that, you know, people asked, you know, are these people going to come back? Is this purgatory? They said, no, this isn't purgatory. And they said something along the lines of the fact that, um, you know, once somebody on the island is dead, then they're dead. They, you won't, you know, they, they're not going to come back to life. said that. <coughs> However, then, and then, of course, the Canuck is in there saying, uh, but he didn't die on the island, and, no, and the didn't. producer said, "Once somebody dies on the island, they're dead. They're dead." Meaning, so, yes. Meaning, I'm taking this to seriously mean Christian Shepherd's not dead either. That, that's what I would say. I mean, at least that's what I want to believe. Absolutely, I, I really believe that Christian Shepherd's alive. I believe Christian is probably if we if we go back, and uh, well, uh, we don't have to go back. We we are back. We gotta go. Back. We gotta go back. So I have to tell you that um, I, I've stated this numerous times on so many different podcasts that we do. Um, I watch a lot of television. Yes, a lot of television, and I think that the producers of Lost should copyright. We gotta go back because now that it was made such a big deal um, in in the well, season five coming into season five of of Lost. I hear it everywhere. Everywhere. And Stephanie's it's like, like, everything is a lost reference. We got to go back. 
every show we were, I mean, in, in all the shows. And it's just like, you know, how we'll just have to go back. And Stephanie looks at me and goes, we gotta go back. <laughs> it, I mean, they should copy. They should copyright it. They should. Yeah, they and should. It, it, it belongs to Lost. It does. It will forever, That phrase will forever be changed. It will. It's kind of like Cliff and Stephanie and things of that Even nature. Even my kids do it. Did you hear what I said? I heard you. Uh, right. Yes. And did you hear what I said? What? Even our kids do it. I know. Our kids have never seen an episode of Lost. And, and they're always around, like, we gotta go we back. We gotta go back. Yeah. We, you gotta we shake had, the hands we, we, because that's what Cliff does. <laughs> we were out in the car. We were out driving one day and we needed to go. We had to. We had forgotten something. So we needed to stop at the house when we obviously shouldn't have had to. And yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to have to go back. And the kids in the backseat, <laughs> we've got to go back. All three of them. I'm like, oh, my God. It's funny. It's yeah. So well, the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, Stephanie. Yes. I love the line, I remember dying. I remember dying. <laughs> and especially at the end. Yes. Yes, I know him. He's the guy who killed me. Yes. I I love I love this. I, I, I okay. One of the things that I think was really cool is seeing uh Matthew Abaddon back. Right. All right. I really enjoyed seeing him in this episode. Uh, the actor that plays him obviously is currently uh, working in uh, a major role in the f- not the Fringe in Fringe in Fringe, the TV show, which Fringe. is on hiatus till April. I know what is up with that. They're just gearing up for the it's end of cra- the season. It's crazy. I don't know what to say about them. But anyway, I'm enjoying that show. But let's. But, but Abaddon is back. But only for one. It's obviously that this is going to be his final episode because they killed him off, and you totally called it. You said, "I bet that was Ben that ki- that killed him," and so you're right. Congratulations. I did say that. But I love what they revealed. That he he says you you're really not going to pretend, John, that you don't remember me uh, as your mm-hmm. orderly. Back when you were in the hospital and you, you're not going to pretend that it wasn't me who uh, suggested that you should go on a walkabout. And then all of a sudden you have the information about a walkabout, the walkabout that happens to be in Australia, that happens to get you on the plane, that happens to get you to the island. Do you understand that I work for Charles Widmore and my job is to get people where they're going? I loved that. That was great. I did. I like that. It was, we started, we started podcasting during the hiatus of season two, I believe. And it was right after the other 48 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And our, we, we did a lot of uh, episodes. We drove really, really fast to the Smoky Mountains so that we would not miss the, the other 48 days. That's, that is true. I remember that. And then when we, and then... <coughs> And so that was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That was on Thanksgiving holiday. And then we started podcasting in December. Exactly. Gearing up for the 23rd Psalm. So the question that people had when, when we, the, here's the deal. We, our first official podcast or our first official lost TV series episode that we podcasted about was 23rd Psalm. Right. But we did many of our shows prior to the 23rd Psalm. Which were, you know, they mm-hmm. were just us introducing right. who we are and what we're thinking about the TV show. And I recall those earlier episodes, some, you know, the question was, you know, Oceanic Flight 815, you know, was, did fate bring them here? Were these, was this group of people designed to come to this island? 
there were questions, okay, how on earth did these people, uh, how on earth did these people survive a crash landing? How did Jack appear somewhere else in the island? And tonight we're getting answers. We are. We are getting answers. In my opinion, uh, it's very clear that Jack on Oceanic Flight 815 disappeared from the plane and landed where he did. Uh, same with some other folks. I mean, it, it was kind of like they were brought, they were safely brought to the island. What did you just say? What? I'm Kim. Just you're just saying that that it's obvious that they disappeared from the plane and landed somewhere else. Exactly to but keep the pl- them safe. Okay. I think you said Oceanic 815, but you meant the other. No, I'm talking. Let's going back. For, for, okay. What they showed us with Algera Flight 316. Okay. I'm saying that it, it so you confirms think same- my suspicion that the same thing happened on Flight okay. 815. Now I follow. That when okay. Flight 815 went through the window and came upon the island, that, you know, obviously the... The plane, Oceanic 815, was pretty badly damaged. If you would, if I think you would agree, and the the impact that you know that that aircraft would have had would have seriously killed almost everybody there. That's my feeling. And so the people that the island wanted to bring to the island, they were safely transported or teleported out of the plane. Into their crash positions, if you will. So, what's the island going to do with the rest of the people? What What do you mean, the rest of the people on Algera? Are we yeah. talking about E fifteen? No, Algera. I don't know. That's yet to be ter- determined. Okay. However, I think it would be crazy for us to assume that maybe you know is that they're it, not supposed to be there too. Yeah, that some of those people, I'm sure, were supposed to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And the ones that weren't supposed to come are injured. Exactly. Yeah. Like hmm. Ben. Well, he was injured before he left. This is true, but he was looking terrible there when uh, they were he was looking a lot, him at the end. Yeah, he was looking a lot worse. So anyway, that that's the other thing. And of course, um, the the fact that, you know, the question, obviously, Claire was forced to be on F- Flight 815. You know, Richard Malcolm said, listen... You can't be on any other plane. It has to be this one. It has to be Flight 815, you know. And and so I I think if we go back and ever see a flashback of the Raised by Another episode, I think we'll find that indeed Abaddon was responsible for making sure Claire got where she was going. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. And and so in the same with uh, Sawyer being brought down to Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in all the other circumstances behind that, I believe that that Abaddon and Widmore, for whatever reason, needed those people. And obviously, Jack uh, and his connection to Christian Shepherd being and one of the things I think we're going to find, and this is just personal feeling thought about this, is I think we're going to find Christian Shepherd was also a part of early Dharma, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see a young. Christian Shepherd. That would be cool. In the time back in the seventies, where Daniel Faraday and and uh, who else was with them? Now I can't with Juliet mm-hmm. and Jen, Jen and Sawyer and Sawyer. I, I think wouldn't it be awesome if we see a young Christian Shepherd there? That would be kind of cool. Anyway, that's yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. So John Locke, we understand that he went back. 
And when mm-hmm. he ba- went back, it confirmed something that you said early on about the time difference. Yeah. Tell us tell us what that was. Do you recall? The four days versus yes, three years. I said that it had been four days for those on the island and three. at the same time, three years for the Oceanic Six who got off. And when John left the island... And was talking to Widmore, he confirmed that. Exactly. But once John left, I still think that now they've lived on the island for three years. Yes. So they end up each being away for three years, but in a weird, really only lost can do kind of way. Exactly. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. Um, okay. So basically when John... The Oceanic Six three years happened in the span of the island's four days. Yes. But now that the 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 frozen donkey wheel is put back in place, they have since lived three years. In 1970 Dharma time. Yes. Yes. So actually both things that I said were right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused now. But uh, you how know, can you not be? <laughs> regardless, regardless of whether or not I understand what you're saying, I completely agree because it all sounds right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't even know if I understand what I'm saying. Oh goodness! So do but, we have do we so, have Ken in the in the chat room? Because if so, Ken, Ken can start posting the phone number for know. us to talk about in a little bit. But I love that. Yep, there he is. Very cool. He's so good at that. He job. is awesome. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Widmore visiting John Locke. Yes. I met you when I was 17. You look exactly the same. How long has it been for you? Four days. Um, And then, of course, uh, how did you know to look for for me there? That's the exit. Now, many people said, why always, is it Tunisia? It's Tunisia. Okay, Mm -hmm. why always Tunisia? And I saw the chat room buzzing and saying, you know, well, that's because if you stick a pin straight through the middle of the earth and you come out to the other side of the opposite side of the island, it's Tunisia. Well, if the island is always moving, then I How might have to argue, right. you know, that it's always going to be that spot. So, so I don't know if you can necessarily, I don't know if we can necessarily say. Unless you always have to turn the donkey wheel to get off. And then when you turn that, it always goes to that spot. That would work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I well, the, the, and that's the thing. I'm thinking that it has less to do. I'm I'm thinking it has less to do with it being the, on the opposite end of the earth, <laughs> and it has more to do with the fact that that just happens to be where the portal is. Jennifer in the chat room seems to be having what I take as my um my approach to loss most of the time. She goes, uh, "The writers just picked a spot." <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know seems to be how I take it most of the time. Gotcha. Just because the writer said so. Exactly. Um, can I say I thought that this episode was okay. Mm-hmm. Can I say this now, or do you want to continue you say, on with your no, notes? No, we, we do whatever. This is initial reaction. There's okay. no rules here. I thought that it was okay. I'm not really sure. I understand where where Damon and Carlton are coming from with seeing this one will make the last one make sense. This last one makes no more sense to me now than it did last week. I don't remember them saying that. I remember you saying that they said that. But what they said is that what I heard them say, and I can't say what what, okay. what you heard them say, but I, what I heard them say is that it could be played, that this episode and the last episode could have been played in either order. No, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. And and that um, when you see the 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 last episode, you'll understand why we did it in this order. Okay. He said it made more sense for us to do the episodes okay. in this order. Okay. That's all I. That's all I remember hearing. All right. But I, I, I don't mean to point you out. No, no, you're wrong. fine. And okay. if I heard them wrong, that's fine. Maybe I'll go back and listen to it again. But I, cool. I thought I heard them say something different than that. But, you know, I'm in a way, I almost wish they would have played it the other way around. I think it would. Of course, like you said, we'll just get the DVD set and next time we'll watch it in the other in order. Re- in reverse order. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how how it plays and see if it's any better. Right. Um. So anyway, I thought this episode was okay. It, mm-hmm. it was still good. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't one of those episodes where you feel like you've been watching it for two hours, and oh my goodness, it's only been thirty minutes. I it did kind of stink because all of a sudden it's like it's, it's like it's like, over. It felt like we were watching it for fifteen minutes, and that's all of a sudden. What was it? Nine forty-five. Well, when I looked up, it was nine fifty-three. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that went really quick which is sad for lost because it's a show that i never want to end you know exactly um even though that it's better since they've chosen an ending if that makes any sense now jeremy's saying there were a couple impressive moments we encourage you to call in and let us know what those are jeremy yeah but you were gonna continue on. i was i was gonna continue on i found some parts of tonight's episode extremely predictable you did in fact you were actually predicting lines before they happened as though i think you probably as had though it i may a, have read the script which i did not <laughs> i am not kidding you folks there were like I, I would say no less than four lines where stephanie not just called maybe what hinted at what they were going to say but the exact line yeah your father says hello your father says she said it way before i did way um, before Locke said that she now, said Honestly, Although you did say your daddy says hi. I your dad. I didn't say daddy. I said okay. your dad says hi. Um so but that was just so much that's what I wanted him to say. Right. You, you know what I mean? That that's really the line that I wanted to be spoken. And so it was given to you. It was given to me as a gift. Nice. <laughs> Although it was written and and shot and produced months ago. And um I totally called that Ben was going to kill not only Abaddon, but John also. Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you that? Yep. I said, he's going to kill him. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I said, no, he's going to kill him. And we argued about that for several minutes on the couch. Um, the line at the end where John says, uh, he says, do you, he's asked by the man, do you know him talking about Ben? And he said, yeah, he's the man who killed me. You said that line. Um, exactly. I said that line. Exactly. And, um, there was another one too, but I found parts of this episode very predictable. But was it predictable and like, oh gosh, they could have come up with something a little bit more surprising and shocking? It's predictable as if they written it as if they've been in my head. Okay, but it was a good predictable though, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, I just yeah, I'm not complaining. No, I'm just, I I just wanted to understand. My breath was not taken away because there they were scenes that you expected to that see. I expected to see. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if we're. I mean, and and so there's. But is a lot of the next. Um, you know, the rest of the season and all of next, is a lot of it going to be like that? Or are they going to continue to take my breath away, which is what I want them to do? So you don't want the predictability. You don't no. want, you want to be, it's like, okay, this is what I expect. And you want it, to, you like, want them to rip the carpet out from underneath you. Yeah. 
and have your face plastered onto the floor. Well, maybe not because I've done that once and it hurt really bad. <laughs> um, literally. Um, not not figurative, figuratively with, with television. I want the, the, the rest of this series to, even if it does make any sense to me, it makes no sense at all, but it has that... It has that wow factor that that Lost is is known and respected for. So you don't mind continue if it's way to, over your head, way just over blow my head, me away. just continue to take my breath away. Because Absolutely, that's just job security for the weekend review of the weekly Lost podcast. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, Steph. All right. Oh, so, so um, Cheryl in the chat room, I just caught this, and it's just getting ready to pop up. Um, Away from my screen like it just did. But anyway, she says, Steph, how did you like Locke tonight? Yes. And there's a moment on the couch when I laughed out loud and I didn't tell you what for. Okay. Do you remember? No, I don't. I laughed out loud and you said what? And I said nothing. Tell us. But it was the point where John was standing on the table and he was putting the cord around his neck. Yeah. Do you remember? You don't remember I don't remember you laughing, but go. I trust you. This is the part that John was climbing up on the table. I do remember you laughing. Do you? Yes. Okay. He's standing on the table. He's putting the cord around his neck. Yeah. Okay. Sitting on the couch, I laugh out loud. And the reason why? Flashback to season finale, season four. We see John in the coffin. I jump up and down so excited that he's the one who's dead. Yes. So excited that he is the one who is in that coffin. Yes. Tonight I didn't want him to die. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> How funny is that? So that's why I laughed. There you go, Tess. I didn't I didn't that's for you. think that it was funny that John was hanging himself, but I, I thought that it was funny that I was so excited at, in the finale of last season that I didn't want that that he was the one who was dead and you know. What did you think about Ben saving his life only to then turn around and well, kill him? I don't him? think Ben was saving his life. I think Ben was manipulating him. To just get more information? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? because he got the wedding ring. But he he didn't know about the wedding ring. Got, so why, I don't think he went there with the intention of getting the wedding ring. No, I don't. Excuse me. It was about the information. The information just led to the wedding ring. Okay. Okay, he Ben went there knowing that John hadn't visited Sun yet. Do you think that he knows uh, Mrs. Hawking, Eloise Hawking? Absolutely, he does. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I, I'm just throwing out a theory. Okay. I'm, first of all, does Ben ever tell the truth? No. And uh, when he says Eloise, you know, I'm going to go see Eloise Hawking, I don't think he, he knows her at this point. Now, obviously, what we see... When they're going back, he obviously knows her. But I'm wondering if maybe she's gonna, maybe Ben's going to say that I'm the one that's come and I've been sent by Jacob or Christian Shepherd or the island to come bring everybody back. Okay, but I'll buy I, that theory. But then again, that doesn't make sense. Does does Eloise Hawking know about John Locke being dead? I don't know. That, that my theory already has holes in it in my okay. own mind before okay. I even speak it. So I think that I mean I think that he did right or does okay whatever good enough. So I, it just seemed weird that that he obviously went to great lengths to keep John Locke from hanging himself, only to turn around and then it hang was manipulation. Him. But but I mean, what information showing- did he get? Did he give other than? the name Eloise Hawking. And it seemed like once he heard 
Eloise Hawking, that's when he made the decision. And it seemed, and it also seemed to be a not so calm, you know, it, it didn't seem like he was prepared or that that was a planned for him to kill John Locke. It, it, it seemed that he had a, had a kind of a, a, a mental break. <laughs> yeah. A mental break. It's like, it was something like it, it, something snapped within him. And that was something that he did instinctually versus premeditated. Does that make sense? Instinctually versus premeditated. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess it makes sense. It was a it was an emotional response, not a premeditated meditated one. That's that's what it appeared like to me on first viewing. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe you're gonna need to watch that again. Maybe we'll need to watch that again. So, Alrighty. um, I don't know what else was I gonna say. I don't know. So Woodmore, let's talk about him for a minute. Okay. So back to Woodmore, he says that's the exit. We hear that. Blah blah blah. I was their leader. This is something that some at nineteen. I don't think so. Why? And how do you know nineteen? He says he was nineteen when he met John. He was how- seventeen when he met John. I thought he said nineteen. He was. He says I met you when I was seventeen. Oh, okay. Okay, and you My look bad. exactly the same. Now he obviously hold on. That was in nineteen. 19- 54. Yes. Okay, now yes. I am not... Let me get my calculator here. <laughs> 1954. Let's just assume that Ben comes to the island in... He comes in the to the island in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say yeah. 75. Just okay. to... Just uh, to guess. 1975 minus 1954. So he could be... That's 21 years later okay. plus the 17 years. That puts okay. Whitmore at 38 leading the You're island. Right. Check that out. All right. Well, how old is he now? Good grief. Well, I don't know. Nineteen fifty-four, seven. Oh gosh, don't make me do more math. All right. So here we are. Two thousand nine minus nineteen fifty-four. Fifty-five years plus seventeen. He is seventy-two. But of See, course, I don't buy not, that. <laughs> of course, it's not two thousand nine on the island. I don't know. He could be seventy two. Yeah. He could be in his he could be sixty nine, seventy one, something something like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. He yeah, he's looking pretty good, but anyway, he works right. out. He's working out. He's working out. <coughs> Rock on. So yeah, I he's the leader of the island. Now, do we believe him? Do we believe that Ben out you know, tricked him into leading the island? Is is Widmore the kind of guy that gets tricked? And obviously it, it would seem that way. If we if we go back and just think for just a moment, the the you know, Widmore sitting in his bedroom in London and Ben walks in and they have a conversation. He's like, That's my island as it, as though you stole it from me, you took it from me, you cheated me. And so therefore maybe, you know, I just don't know that we can trust Ben with anything. I'm and I have, I've said that from the beginning. What, and Even what, when I like Ben, I don't trust Ben. Exactly. And so what does, what does Ben, or no, what does Widmore have as far as being deeply invest, involved in the future? Or did he say invested or involved in the future of the island? Did he say invested? I wrote down involved in my notes. No, no. Um, I just want to say that the actor... Um, Alan Dale, who uh-huh. plays Charles Woodmore, yes. is only 61. Okay. Well, that, so I don't think that he, I mean, he looks good for his age. I don't well, think the, he could pull off anything They just did that. the math in the chat room, and, and so it's, oh, it's was... 2007 or something in, okay. the, in the off-island stuff, and so that so makes him 71. 70, okay. Yeah. 
So anyway, right. we're going to see who's on the line. We've got a phone call coming into the studio. Let's uh, find out who it is. It looks like we were uh, basically talking and talking and talking. They got tired of holding. So anyway, the phone lines are back uh, back open again. Uh, let's see here. We have, uh, let's see, do, 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 Walt. What, let's talk about Walt for a minute. Okay. It was kind of cool to see Walt again. It was. And they the told us. The boy's been through enough. The boy's been through enough. It, it, the writers told us that eventually they would find a way to bring Walt back into the show and they'd be able to explain his his obvious growth. Well, I think they explained his growth when they showed you the time difference. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. They did. All right. So, so we do have another phone call coming in. It sounds like we have Chef Mark from another time zone. I'm calling from uh, an alternate reality. So, so Mark, have you watched this episode? I have. I got. I came in about 20 minutes into the episode, so I missed the first 20 minutes. But I got caught up, thanks to some wonderful people in the chat room. Sort of caught up. Uh, I mean, I missed you know a little bit of stuff, but I at least got to see the the majority of the show. Now, are you still in town? No, I'm in Halifax. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I'm an hour ahead of you uh, in, in the maritime provinces out here and halfway out into the ocean. And so were they were they uh, broadcasting this? It's on the A channel here in, in Halifax. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so what did you think about this episode, your initial thoughts? I actually, and I, I said this in the chat room, I, I noticed a very different feel to the whole show, and I think it was directed. It was, I think the team of writers was slightly different. And the director must have been a different director because the whole feel of the entire episode is very different. It was directed by Jack Bender. Okay. I, I, yeah, but I do agree with you, Mark. It, yeah. it did have a different feel. Uh, in fact... Uh, gosh, Even the transitions were very different. They, they were, were like fade-outs and fade-ups. Absolutely. That you never see in this show. Yeah, the, the, the transitions is really what... That, they just stood out like crazy to me. Like a sore thumb almost. It's like, yeah. I'm used to seeing this in other TV shows, and wow, this is not very Lost-esque well, you know at all. Did, did you guys notice, I just noticed this just now, did you notice that most of the cities that they, that they referenced had Santa in them? Santa Monica, Santo Domingo, yes. Santa Cruz? Yes, ah, I did. So this may be all boiling down to a snow globe with Santa Claus in it. It's the Saints. It's a saint thing. Saints? <laughs> Come on. Saint John. <laughs> that's saint John the philosopher. Yeah, but that's something that we have to save for... Saint Jeremy. That's something we have to save for, for Friday. No, for a full not. review. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Very but cool. But yes, I did notice that. I thought that that was very, very cool. I'm just glad John Locke's alive. Or is he? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think I think he's alive. I think he's alive. I think that um, Walt is having premonitions. Oh yeah, Walt's premonitions. You know, you were on the island in a suit, and people wanted to hurt you. Now we have seen in the very beginning of this, and certain sections of this, where Walt is on the island. He's wearing a suit, and people are qu- asking him questions. Mm-hmm. But because so, he's in the su- he's in the burial suit. Exactly. So, but we haven't seen anybody yet that wants to hurt him. Right. So, has Walt seen premonitions of what we're about to see? That would be cool. Perhaps. Perhaps. Was he all wet? Was he all wet? No, he wasn't wet. <laughs> nope. All righty. Well, that's all I have on this episode. I don't have any more notes. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the episode. <laughs> it's because Cliff let his MacBook die, so you can not take any more notes. <laughs> <laughs> 
My battery died halfway it through. It did. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Mark, do you have anything right else? No, I just wanted to say hi. You know, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be initial reaction if I didn't call in and say hi. Well, hi. we're glad you did, Thank my you. friend. <laughs> All right. You All guys right. have a good one. We'll you talk to you too. soon, Mark. All right. So anyway, folks, um, we are going to come back this weekend. I really enjoyed the episode. It did have a different feel to it. Um, I think Mark put his finger uh, right on the spot, and that was, you know, there, it did ha- seem to have some really weird transitions that I wasn't really used to did. seeing. And it had kind of a, it was, it was almost like one of those law and order kind of switching from scene to <laughs> like scene. Like it needed a dun-dun at the I end got, of yeah. each Dun-dun. <laughs> The end of each that scene. kind of deal. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we just want to say thank you guys for joining us here live in the chat room. We're here every Wednesday night, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time. There's a whole nasty rumor going on out there that there's going to be a week on Wednesday night when Lost does not air. Isn't that like in two weeks? Something like that. They're going to take a week off? Ugh. Anyway. But uh, every night that there, every Wednesday evening that there is a lost episode, we will be here. And uh, they're saying in the chat room, it's after next week. So we have an episode next week, and then the following week is off. And uh, I'm going to just say, uh, basically, Stephanie and I will be taking that that week off as well. Yeah. Kind of just recuperate and well, re- I think that that'll be really generate. nice. Um, if you remember back to, to last season, showing the 16 in a row... We were really tired oh, yeah. at the end of that 16 weeks. Not that we didn't have fun and didn't enjoy every bit of it, but I think that, that you know, a break next week will be nice. Not or next not week. In two the, weeks. In yes, two weeks, absolutely. Week. So we do want to say, um, you know, if you're, if you're basically, like, just looking for some more content and you just don't know what you're going to do without your Lost podcast uh, for an entire week, we want to encourage you to check out some of the other programming we have here at gspn.tv. I don't know if you guys know this. We put out about 15 podcast episodes per week. 15 episodes a week here at gspn.tv. Some shows that we would encourage you to check out if you haven't done so already. Go to fulltimemompodcast.com. That is a totally awesome show, even if you're not a mom. And another great show is familyfromtheheart.com. And uh, that's pretty much all I got, Steph. Anything else for you? Until next time, stay stay lost. lost.